Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Cryptids Decrypted. I am your host, Ashton McCauley, I guess a, a self-proclaimed expert on cryptids at this point. If you're new to the program, this is a place where we break down myths, legends, uh, beasts, monsters, and uh, sometimes just like things like s- spooky houses because, you know, it sounded interesting. And uh, we always try and come with everything with an open mind, but, you know, inevitably we're going to end up bullshitting on some of these things because they are uh, absolutely crazy. But looking into these myths leads to great stories. So that's why we're here. But a quick note before we get started, speaking of great stories, I am also an author. It's really tough to be an author right now. So if you'd like to support my work, I have a promotion running on my website. If you go to macashton.com shop, 50% of all proceeds from anything are going to be going to various charities. So if you buy physical copies of my book, I sign them and ship them out as quick as possible. So if you buy Man of the Mountain, that is about Bigfoot and the Pacific Northwest. It is, uh, they're all fiction. That one, half the proceeds are going to go to Mary's Place in Seattle, which is currently helping the unhoused. Uh, Big Issue needs a lot of help here. If you buy Whiteout, that's the first book in a trilogy. It's got a Yeti. It's got Adventures Through the Himalayas. It's got Black Market, Secret Societies. You name it. It's it's got it all, and it's got great reviews. 50% of the proceeds from that are going to go to the Southern Poverty Law Center. If you buy Downpour, which is the sequel to Whiteout, second book in the series, giant river snakes, it's all about the Amazon, Central America, all sorts of creepy stuff in the jungle, 50% of uh, all the proceeds from that go to the Latino Community Fund, also in Washington State. And then if you buy any ebook, which they are all uh, $5 except for A Man of the Mountain, which is only $2, very cheap, uh, much cheaper than Amazon, all uh, 50% of all ebook proceeds go to Feeding America, which is just another great organization that I love. So if you want to help an author out, maybe get some early Christmas presents, support some great organizations, head on over to macashton.com slash shop. Uh, I can promise you that I will ship it like either the day of or the day after you send me the money. So you will get it much faster than you will other places. And, uh, you know, come sign. So there's that. Anyways, that is quite enough yapping from me more than I usually do. Enjoy the show. Today we're talking about a little bit of creepypasta. See you at the end. All right, welcome back to the third episode of season four of Cryptids Decrypted. Uh, Before we kick things off, I want to give a shout out that we just passed 20,000 listens. Uh, it's an incredible milestone. I honestly cannot believe that people have listened to our bullshit 20,000 times. Uh, I think that is more than we ever thought we would get. So thank you, everybody, so much. Can you believe it, John? No, it's it's actually really impactful. Um, it's thank you, staggering. everybody, for, for <laughs> listening to our, our rambling about random stuff for our season where we went off the rails and now for the season where we're focusing on a lot of myths and urban legends. So thank you for that. It, that means it like means about a, a thousand people have listened to our episode about leprechauns, which is absolutely wild to me. Hey, that was a good episode, man. If you haven't watched or if you haven't listened to it, go back that and, and mermaids it out. That were two fun. of my favorites last season. There was some great fun. shit in there. So today we're talking about a myth that, has been popping up every few years and uh, never really stops haunting the dark corners of the internet. Some of you may have guessed from our Instagram and Twitter posts, we're talking Slenderman. Uh, So I want to put out a warning before we get started. Uh, Some of the content we're going to cover is probably going to get graphic and strays a little bit into true crime because this is kind of come into the modern day in ways that some of our other myths have not. Uh, So if that's not your thing, you might, you might just want to skip this episode. There's plenty of other stuff out. You can go uh, listen to that. But that in mind, 
Uh, first, John, before we started, I wanted to ask, uh, when did you first hear of Slenderman? I think I heard of Slenderman when a lot of people did, um, and that's in 2014, which is something we're going to talk about a little later uh, with the stabbings in Wisconsin. That was when it really came into vogue out of just this creepy something awful post and circulating there and, and all that kind of stuff. But that's where like it really hit the media where it's like, what? what the fuck is Slenderman? And then doing some research, it's like, oh, it's it's this thing. And yeah. I, I say that disdainfully because, like, I don't know. It, it feels <laughs> like it, it could have been something cool. It feels like it could have been something tied into Cthulhu, but it's it's not. It's it's the creation of somebody on the internet. It has taken some weird turns, for sure. I think I heard it. I, I heard a Slenderman, I think... And, and you might hear me switch between Slenderman and Slenderman. Uh, both are technically correct. So, you know, don't at me on that one. I had to look it up. But I think I first heard of Slenderman when there was a game. I think it was called uh, Slender, like the Nine Pages or something like that. When that came out. and then The Eight around, Pages, yeah. The Eight Pages. And then around that time, I also saw Marble Hornets. So I think that that's when I first heard about it. And I was like, oh, this is, this is fun and creepy. But... Get it, getting into it, Slenderman, or Slenderman, is a creature of the internet stemming from a 2009 competition on the web forum Something Awful. Uh, for those of you who don't know, web forums are what we had before y'all had TikTok. <laughs> people would just go and uh, post memes and shit. It's kind of like, uh, like Reddit Lite. Now, of course, people might dispute this, this origin and say that Slenderman has been around for much longer, or that he is an ancient being or whatever, but realistically, like, that's where it all began. But, you know, before we get to that initial post, I am going to go back, and I'm going to try and go chronologically. But, real quick, Slenderman is described as a mythical creature that is taller and skinnier than the average human. It possesses long arms ending in clawed fingers, and is often depicted as wearing a black suit and tie, because he's dapper as fuck. Yeah, at least he's classy. Yeah, you know? He looks good. Face is mostly blank. With a few indents or impressions giving the idea of shape. Real creepy. Uh, some describe Slenderman as having tentacles, telepathic powers, or other such Cthulhu-like shit. Uh, it's known to stalk its victims over years because it's a fan of psychological torture, which is a really cool hobby, I guess. Lastly, it is important to know that most depictions of Slenderman, uh, it has a real weird relationship with kids. So some theorize that it tries to befriend children and use them as proxies for evil deeds, which is especially creepy given the real-life context, but there's actually some debates. So there's like two big camps as far as this idea of Slenderman needing proxies. One camp is called the Surgists, which is based on the original poster's name, and they are like, nope, that's not what the original post had in mind. We don't believe in this whole idea of proxies. Y'all are a bunch of bullshit, and they think that's brought on by video games and movies and whatever. And then, uh, you know, the other people are just like, it's a fucking internet meme. But, so others, the other options for its relationship with children are that it's just a genuinely benign entity and has no desire to harm them, but they are not afraid of it. So it's children are the only... Thing that it can actually get close to. Others say it ingratiates itself with children to stalk them for longer and really nurture that psychological torture aspect. Uh, but one thing is for sure, there's a lot of pictures of this tall, skinny fuck holding hands with kids. So mm -hmm. yeah. little kids too. Like yeah. think the like ten and under. Yeah, playgrounds. There's a lot of pictures of Slender Man on playgrounds. Which I mean, if you're a kid, you're gonna naturally trust somebody in a suit, right? I, I naturally trust all tall people to this day. I just think that it's like they're trustworthy. It's so much bigger. How could they not be? So where does Slender Man come from? If we're going before the internet post, 
people will say, let's, let's start from a mythological perspective. Uh, on a few online forums, it is theorized that Slenderman originally came from Germany. Uh, I'm not sure why, but that is what they say. So they say that Slenderman has been around for ages, but like a lot of the earliest sightings are in Germany. Uh, he spotted in several old photographs dating back to World War One and World War Two. Uh, and has blamed for plenty of disappearances in wooded areas over there. Like, specifically, they said uh, ski hills. There's a lot of ski hill disappearances connected with him. There's about, I don't know, a couple hundred wiki pages linking Slenderman to various myths and legends around the world. So, like, some saying it's connected to the, like, ancient concept of fairies. Because they're also known for kidnapping children. Uh, or, like, swamp monsters or giant swamp spiders in the southern U.S., which giant swamp spiders in the southern U.S. Something I want to look into later. Did not realize that was a thing people believed in. No, but it's basic. No. It's basic. I could do without knowing about that. <laughs> I'll I'll pass on that episode. Now, now, really quick. Sorry, I in doing my research, I thought all this stuff, like all the sightings, all the tying to hundreds of years ago and all that stuff, was like completely made up. All these things photoshopped. Oh, don't worry, we'll get there. Okay. It okay. is. It it one hundred percent is. All, all that to say, people people seem to think Slender Man very old, but I'm kind of I don't know. When we get to the actual origin of the myth, I think you'll understand that probably not. But if the last thing I want to get to before I get there is how does Slender Man exist? Because this is actually kind of interesting. According to the wiki, there are two main theories for how Slender Man could exist: the Tulpa effect and quantum theory. So buckle the fuck up. Because we're getting into science, and it's like 6 in the morning, I've had half a cup of coffee. Tulpas. This is a concept uh, where somebody creates a being out of their imagination that becomes reality. This is actually rooted, I believe it's rooted in in, in Buddhism to a degree, uh, but the way that tulpas have kind of been taken on by the occult is very different than the original Buddhist intention. Uh, This shows up a lot of places, tulpas that is, uh, but a prominent example is in the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Tulpas... They say tulpas can be used as kind of a form of astral projection, for lack of a better word, where a person can travel outside their body and through the through the world or through thought. In modern times, tulpas are often associated with multiple personality disorder and can be seen as the willful manifestation of an imaginary friend. So basically, what I'm trying to say is Slenderman and Tyler Durden, same thing. Both, uh... That, that tracks. Both tulpas. Slen- Tyler Durden. Yeah, for those... Uh, Tyler Durden was a character in the movie Fight Club who was an imaginary friend. And I just spoiled it for you so you don't have to watch it. It's very much still watching. How dare you? But what I was going to say is that dude influenced... A bunch of people, not unlike Slenderman, influences children to go do horrible deeds. And he influenced them to go mass bomb a city. Yeah, and and, and like in, in real life, I'm sure that that movie created more than a few instances of what's actually called dissociative identity disorder. Multiple personality disorder is not a real thing. Dissociative identity is the correct term. But either way, uh, second up, quantum theory. So I'll give you a little primer here for when you go watch uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Or, you know, Ant-Man Quantumania later. So this is actually super interesting. And the basic theory of this relies on the idea that particles behave differently when they're under observation. So this is a very real theory. The idea is that when you're not observing a particle, it has no reason to behave like a particle and therefore behaves in a semi-random fashion. And I'm probably butchering quantum mechanics, but that's basically the idea. So when you're looking at a particle, 
it forces it to, I guess, obey the laws of physics. And when you're not looking at it, it can do whatever the fuck it wants. And a key aspect of Slenderman is this idea of seemingly unlimited teleportation. And it only takes a fixed position when people look at it. So when you're looking at Slenderman, he's not teleporting. He's very much so solid. Uh, so when you observe him, he is forced to behave by the traditional laws of physics. Is he walking around still or is he kind of rooted in place? Uh, no, like, he, he, he walks. Walk? He still walks. Okay. Yeah, it's not so much like the Enderman from Minecraft as much yep. as as much as that one is definitely inspired by, by this. But yeah, so those are the two theories for how it exists. I just thought it was kind of neat to get into those. But let's talk about where this myth actually came from. Uh, so this was developed originally as a meme by Eric Knudsen, uh, who submitted a picture and a short caption as a part of a contest. So note, please don't confuse him with the Canadian actor, Eric Knudsen. I'm sure that's happened a lot. That man is famous for Saw, Saw, or sorry, for Saw 2, Saw 3D, Scott Pilgrim, and that is about it. Is he famous? You know, more famous than me. Well, I wonder, I wonder who's more famous, the guy who created Slenderman or the guy who was in a couple of... Oh, I, I would definitely argue that the Slenderman creator is probably more famous at this point, even not if it's not his name. And he got into Hollywood, which you'll get into eventually. But the problem is, this image that Nudson posted was very popular and captured a deep-seated fear in many people. Uh, so naturally, it began to spread, taking on a mythos of its own. Uh, people doctored old photographs, created YouTube web series, and even claimed to have sightings of their own. Uh, originally, it was meant to be a form of collective storytelling, but it just completely exploded into something else entirely. And the idea behind this myth, or behind, sorry, behind this uh, forum post where it started was to create fake paranormal photos that would hopefully get picked up on real paranormal websites so that they could, you know, like troll them. And I don't know. Never change something awful. Never change. Yeah. And I mean, like. That's kind of funny. I can I can get in on that. But also, like, it's hilarious to me that they tried to create something fake and then it just absolutely blew up. But the original Slenderman photo is black and white. Shows a group of campers in the 80s, allegedly right before mysterious disappearance. And in the background, you can see the tall and now familiar image of Slenderman looming behind them. Again, if you have not seen this photo, you can check out our Instagram. It is instagram.com slash cryptidsdecrypted, pretty sure. So here's the original description that Nutsen posted with the photo says, one of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library blaze, notable for being taken the day in which 14 children vanished and for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Deformities cited as film defects by officials, fire at library occurred one week later, actual photograph confiscated as evidence. That is it. Uh, what, what is that? Two, three sentences kicked off something that has literally caused real world murder. So that's nuts. Picture is pretty creepy and I get why it would spread quickly, but I mean... Like, it, it, it's pretty clearly doctored. So from that original thread, myth grew well beyond the original scope. Uh, there's now quote-unquote evidence dating all the way back to 5000 BC. So we also shared an image on Twitter and Instagram of a doctored woodcutting uh, purporting to show Slenderman in 16th century Germany. Uh, so the original photo showed a skeleton coming to take children away. So hey, not that far off, but, you know, we all know how German folklore goes. It was probably something that was like, don't eat mommy's cookies after midnight. Uh, and otherwise the skeleton man will come to take you away because that's just how that works over there. But they doctored the photo and made the skeleton a little taller so it looked like it was banging his head as it was coming through the door and people were like, oh, Slenderman. But again, it's doctored. So even to this day, I, I was looking up responses from Eric Knudsen trying to be like, hey guys, I created this for something awful that's not real. There are still zealots in the comments that are just saying that he is trying to avoid the truth because he has seen Slenderman and he's scared. And he doesn't 
want to acknowledge his relationship with Slenderman. But if he's seen Slenderman, he would have gone crazy. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, arguably, you know, maybe posting a bunch of online forums counts or or just completely denying the existence counts. I don't know. But another way of putting that is this myth has now become non-falsifiable because people are just denying every... They're just denying the origin entirely, which is funny because we can trace it pretty directly back to a pinpoint. But yeah, so this this myth carries on with some very real consequences. Something something anti-vaxxer joke. (laughs) You can cut that if you want. I just, I hear that and I'm just like, ah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, not speaking of non-falsifiable, everybody get your vaccines. The end. Uh, But yeah, so speaking of real world consequences for the Slenderman, I am going to kick it to you, John, to tell us about the sightings in pop culture. Yeah, we're going to start with sightings. And it's obviously difficult with something like this where people are making up sightings, like clearly making up sightings. I stumbled onto a YouTube video where it was like, the, the 10 times Slender Man has been captured on camera. And it's this terrible dude voicing over a bunch of like videos and they're all clearly fake. One is from Marble Hornets. And I'm like, well, that's that's like actually a, a fictional series. So why, why did you include this? And then one's like a dude who's by the beach and they're, they're like, and you can see here that the Slender Man knows the camera is there, but just walks towards the beach. Why would he do this in such a remote location? And it's like, you can see all the beach houses all around him. Like, it's it's not remote or hard to get to. And it's just, it's that kind of shit. You mean to tell me that Marble Hornets isn't real, John? You, oh, God, you're, about, you're about to drop this bomb on me. I'm sorry, buddy, but it's it's not real. I will say, very well done for a $500 budget. Yeah, and yeah, very, very blue 26 witchy. episodes. It, it, 26 it, it, it episodes. Work. But we'll, we'll touch on that. That's more pop culture. Um, than anything else, yeah. but with sightings, the the big one, which is kind of a sighting, but kind of not, is the stabbing that we talked about in Wisconsin in 2014. Two 12-year-old girls lured their friend into a forest and stabbed her 19 times, wanted to be noticed and taken by the Slender Man, and they were cited as saying they didn't know what he would do to them if they didn't go through with this. Luckily, the girl somehow survived this. She crawled to the road from the forest and spent six days in the hospital. These girls were then found not guilty by mental disease or defect and were sentenced to 25 and 30 years in a mental asylum. So that's shitty for all parties involved. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, so I, A, I can't imagine making a decision like that when I'm 12 just because your brain is so messed up and that i think kind of gets at the predatory nature of some of this content because you know that there's just internet trolls out there fucking stoking the flames over and over again to like Mm -hmm. get people to do dumb shit and even that video you sent it just makes me it reminds me that i fucking hate youtubers uh sorry if i'm showing my age but i fucking hate youtubers goddamn no i'm with you i i watched the whole thing and i was just visibly angry the whole time because i'm like this is the lowest effort thing that I think I've ever seen um, on YouTube, but I don't watch a ton of YouTube. And it was just like, what is this? These are all clearly fake, clearly doctored, clearly minimal errors. And he's trying to like justify these as, no, this could be the Slender Man. It very well could be. And it's interesting because it is a bunch of children. They're outside of the Marble Hornets thing. It's like when it's people who have actually like seen and been shaken up by the Slender Man, it's very clearly staged because it's also like why are you recording 
period. You're recording just walking down a street and then you look to the right and there he is like and then there was one where a dad is like recording his daughter playing video games and then they like look out the daughter's bedroom window and there's a kid pointing at them. So the dad like storms off to go down and and look at him and confront him and then he comes back and his daughter's not in the bedroom and he like starts having this meltdown and he's like, oh no, oh no. And I'm like, wait, 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 you just got back to the bedroom. How, how do you know she's not in the bathroom, like taking a shit or something? And then he like runs outside and she's walking away hand in hand with Slenderman and he just stands there. He's like not chasing them at all. He just stands there watching them walk away and it's like. You, you can't tell me that you actually think this is Slenderman. You are clearly trying to just put together a low effort video and voice over it. Like, I am so upset about this. Well, and it's like, so if you look at some of the other cryptid sightings we have, right? It's, they're always blurry and quick. And like all these Slenderman sightings are like very much so produced. And, very clear. Yeah, and very clear, which... I guess if you were actually looking for cryptids in 2021 with the high definition cameras we have and shit, they would be clear. But, uh, I mean, I'm just saying the camera angles they get on this guy are great. So Slenderman's always looking his best. Oh, he's, well, he's in a suit. He's basically Barney Stinson, and they did a whole episode on how Barney can't take bad photos. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that, kids, is a show called How I Met Your Mother, uh, which is... I guess like an older version of um, TikTok. We instead instead of watching TikTok, we used to watch a uh, procedural television shows that were thirty minutes or sixty minutes in length. We also had to wait week to week for them. Yeah, um, they didn't all drop like it once Netflix. on streaming services. It was awful. Yeah, good times. We're so fucking old. <laughs> it makes me sad that dude Brooklyn Nine Nine wrapped up. No, I know. Anyway, um, the other sighting that I was able to find that wasn't like a part of this. I saw the Slender Man. He's real. Was, uh, you'll love this, Ashton. There was a a couple in Chicago in December of 2019. And they they say they had smoked pot earlier, but were, quote, completely clear-headed during the incident. They saw an attempted spiritual ritual that drew out the Slender Man. And he was smooth-headed with no indication of hair, with eyes that were insect-like, only jet black, and took up most of his face. And they quickly ran away. And I'm like, y'all were high as fuck. You smoked something laced. Like, <laughs> like as somebody who was researching this while semi possibly stoned at one point or another, I get it. It was very scary. Even when you know it's fake, it's very scary. It, it is. It's terrifying. But uh, they were stoned as fuck. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, now, that's kind of it for sightings when it's talking about not super fabricated and... Um, not trying to steer into the whole competition and contest. But when it comes to pop culture, uh, we talked about Marble Hornets. Um, that was a film series based out of the University of Alabama. Uh, they did 26 episodes on a $500 budget, uh, and their antagonist was The Operator, not necessarily Slenderman. Uh, it was also Blair Witch-like footage, and it wound up turn it, being turned into an actual movie, and that was always watching a Marble Hornet story. The Slenderman movie was released in 2018, and good God, it was terrible. Do you want to guess what it had on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess 14%. 8%. Damn, I was close. Double, double Jeopardy? Do you want to guess what it had on Metacritic? Okay, let's see. Metacritic's always lower usually, so I'm going to say a 5. 30%. Damn it. So... Because you got to remember, Metacritic is actually ratings. Rotten Tomatoes is, did you like it or did you oh, not Oh, that's like right. It? It's thumbs up, thumbs down, huh? 
Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, but this movie was a $25 million budget. It did $52 million in the box office, so it kind of made its money back. I'm always unclear on that. Like, I think if you double your budget, you make your money back, but it might be triple. Uh, but it, it flopped. Um, it, it did not do well. It takes place in Massachusetts, where three kids summon the Slender Man. Uh, turns out one of the girls wanted to be taken by the Slender Man. Uh, they're told not to look for the Slender Man when one of them summons him again and is eventually driven insane as a result. And then I like glance through and it's like all of them end up being taken by the Slender Man in the end, which is fucking lame. I hate when that happens. Like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, where they all end up in the car that is Freddy Krueger in the end and they all die. And it's like, well, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, oh, I, okay. I will argue that Nightmare on Elm Street is not disappointing. I, I think. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I thought the movie itself was great. Oh. But I hated that they like beat Freddy Krueger. Then it's like. And no, actually, it was all a dream and they all died. Yeah, sort of the same thing with Friday the 13th, where it's like they beat him and then they're sitting on the dock and the hand just comes up. I think that's like Friday the 13th, the remake, but it's a good remake in my opinion. Uh, Yes and no, because like in that movie, when he comes up, it's like, okay, he's not dead. But this is like, no, Freddy Krueger just kills everybody in the end. But now Freddy versus Jason. Now that is a film right there. Well, it's like Alien versus Predator. Yeah, I mean, like, you, can't, clearly you can't go wrong than either series. Also, I love that Jason ends up being the Predator in that scenario where he is their friend and has to help them fight Freddy Krueger. I thought they team up in the end, though. I can't remember, to be honest. Like, Freddy versus Jason has a spot in my memory that uh, I think has since been overwritten by other bad films. You, you know it exists? Just I know again, it exists. Like, I know I've seen it. And, uh, like Alien versus Predator. No, I know, I know every shot of Aliens versus Predator. I could recite them to you by heart because I fucking love that movie. Oh Jesus! I I, just I remember, absolutely adore Aliens versus Predator for what it is. I I will say that is the movie that taught me the line: "I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it." Wait, not the Matrix? Yeah, it was Alien versus oh, Predator my. when she's talking about having a gun that then did nothing because she was instantly face hug so that was a, a nice digression apologies for our listeners as we bring up the matrix i feel like i feel like that's replaced rob Lowe, um and what we bring up every week mm. but uh there were a couple games made for slender man the first is slender the eight pages where it was kind of a beta slash tech demo for what would eventually be like a game that was on xbox 360 ps3 like on a ton of platforms but with the eight pages, you basically wake up in a cabin in the woods and you have to collect eight pages which make up the manuscript of the Slender Man in different parts of the forest while avoiding the Slender Man. And you lose if you look at the Slender Man too long, if he catches you, um, or if you stand still for too long. And as you collect more pages, the game difficulty ratchets up. There's more fl- fog, you move slower, and you jog slower. Uh, it sounds stupid and is incredibly boring. No, um, it, that game. No, so that is actually one of the first games I remember watching people play because it was pretty scary at the time, and it like it kind of blew up. It was a big thing, but I, th- that is the first time I really remember Slenderman. So the sequel was Slender: The Arrival, and it's technically a sequel to Eight Pages because it basically stars stars. Is a bad way to put it. Two two women who are now adults. Um, and one is trying to sell their childhood home. And it's basically a series of levels where you have to go find 
a set of things. One time you have to start six generators. One level is like basically eight pages again where you're in the woods and you need to find the eight manuscripts. Uh, but in, in both games, when you get to the end, the Slender Man gets you. So it doesn't fucking matter, which is always tough and always weird. Um, and then you had mentioned this earlier too. The Enderman in Minecraft is a neutral mob based on Slender Man that can teleport and pick up blocks. And it only spawns if it's dark enough. That's always the interesting thing to me. And it only attacks you if you make eye contact. Yeah. So, but that one can be killed. Yeah, so that's true. That's a major thing is nothing can stop the Slenderman in in Mythos. I so I remember when the Enderman released in Minecraft that that was like that was a very spooky thing to run into in that game because it had the same static and it had creepy music and if you looked at it it would hold still and it would not move until you looked away and then it would teleport to be right next to you. It was a uh, great. It reminds me of weeping angels yeah in doctor who yeah, yeah, yeah. where if you look at them they don't move and then yeah it's that whole thing and the other thing in doctor who now that i i think about it the silences yeah um, visually look a lot like what we've been told slender man looks like the silence popped up a ton in my research about slender man and they were like i don't know the doctor who has some creepy shit but man the silence and weeping angels are two of the creepiest i think but the silence are like very clearly based on either the operator or the slender man because i think that came out after I, I think the major thing with with weeping angels is the fact that you have no idea where they are and it's it's this as soon as you take your eyes off them it's that feeling of anxiety and dread well and the silence too right when you take your eyes off them you lose all memory of them mm -hmm. yeah that's uh something i'm also just remembering now i i think i think i have one experience with slenderman before that video game and it was somebody telling me a story about it and the reason i wanted to bring it up is because it was the person who made our new logo oh interesting yeah i was i was on vacation with the uh, with this guy and his family and uh yeah he he was telling me a story about that while we were like in a uh, like walking home at night in a field and i was like you fuck why would you tell me this now? And then like That's fucked up. I remember going down the internet hole after that and like trying to do research and see like cuz I think at the time either he genuinely believed it or was just genuinely trying to freak me out. But like if you go down and you do internet research on this and you do it like very like cursory and if you're just searching for like evidence of Slenderman, like you're going to find a bunch of shit because people really believe in this myth. It's, it's weird. Like, people have started to genuinely believe in it, and then there are also people who are, like, out there trying to propagate it hard. Uh, and I think it's just, it's interesting. Because as you know, John, I wrote, I wrote a book one time about people who wanted to propagate a myth and would, like, dress up as Bigfoot and murder people to try and keep that legend alive. And I've always well, wondered if that's, like... to be fair, he... Nope, not gonna spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I was Sorry. gonna say. No spoilers. But... I do think, like, I've always wondered that if there are people out there trying to propagate uh, cryptozoology myths. And I think this is the first concrete example where we have, it's like, this is very clearly driven by people who want this to be an urban legend and want it to survive. How much longer do you think Slenderman's going to be a thing? So it actually did take kind of a nosedive after after the, the murders, because, you know, I think that people realized that this was actually causing harm but given the toxic trash fire state of the internet and uh, misinformation these days i would not be surprised to see it come back because people have just absolutely lost their fucking minds the internet has somehow gotten so much worse in the past two years that i wouldn't be surprised if people are like you know what let's let's 
let's try and bring this back and try and cause more real world damage because nothing matters and you know people are bored at home well what what i find interesting is i'm looking at the google trends for Slenderman, and it's actually kind of interesting where obviously there's zero before april of 2009 and then you have a slight uptick and then it's not until 2012 where it actually hits kind of critical mass for the first time when did marble um, hornets come out I, yeah that makes sense and then you have 2014 the stabbing and then it, it you're right it takes a nosedive and then you have the movie that came out in 2018 and then it's been super quiet since yeah, so I don't know. Maybe people are getting wise. It's a lot easier to verify the origin now because just the internet's straight up easier to use. Uh, we have a lot of documentation, but who knows? Yeah, so I think that as far as the, we usually do the, is this truth or bullshit? I think I can firmly say that this is bullshit. Like we have the origin. We can see I the don't post. Know, man. Victor Search might be under the guise of a slend. No, I'm kidding. It's bullshit. I, I realize I never actually said that I believe... Uh, so Eric Knudsen's name that he posted under was Victor Surge, hence the Surgists, uh, the people who are loyal to that original thread and 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 no other interpretations of Slenderman. But but yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all I've got on Slenderman. I don't know. Is that all you got, John? Yeah, I mean unfortunately there's there's really not much when it comes to real world stuff. Um, please don't go give that dude a listen or a watch on YouTube. It's a terrible video. Uh, if you're interested in Slenderman, go watch Marble Hornets. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, you don't even have to watch all of Marble Hornets because the episodes are kind of long. There's a lot of just like innocuous content, but it is it is kind of a cool trip down memory lane, and I think it still holds up a little bit because you know it is film Blair Witch style. Like, I think when you have a low budget, you know, it's easy for things to hold up that way. <laughs> That is all we have for today on Cryptids Decrypted. I thought this was a really interesting one. I have heard about Slenderman for a long time. I never thought that the origins would be so concrete and so pinpoint. It's interesting when we have myths that we can nail down to a singular origin. And, you know, it, it's not often that way because a lot of them are from you know, Native American tribes are passed down over time. And this one is just literally from an internet forum where they were trying to be shitty. So I think that that's really interesting, and I had a lot of fun looking into it. As usual, let us know what you thought of it by hitting us up on Twitter. We are at CastDecrypted. You can follow us on Instagram, at CryptidsDecrypted. And I think that's pretty much it. I mean, sometimes I post to my website as well, uh, macashton.com slash CryptidsDecrypted. Yeah, you know, I try to be consistent here with all these naming schemes, so you can go check that out. I have some blog posts about La Madre Monte, and I might have something up on Slenderman eventually, but, you know, busy. Anyways, we are going to be back in two weeks with another episode, and then I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break because I will be participating in NaNoWriMo, and that is National Novel Writing Month. So if any of you have ever wanted to get into writing in a more serious way or you need something to give you a kick in the pants, NaNoWriMo is great. Uh, that is N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O dot org uh, for that website. And it's a competition where you try and write a 50,000 word novel in a month. And I started doing this 13 years ago when a high school teacher told me that if I was able to complete it in the month of November, that I wouldn't have to turn in assignments for the rest of the year. Very appealing to somebody who was terrible at turning in assignments. So that is when I wrote my first novel. Uh, this will be year 14 for me. And if you if you want a buddy, you need somebody to help motivate you, feel free to hit me up at Real Mac Ashton on Twitter. I'm always happy to give NaNoWriMo advice. And I think it's a great 
I think it's a great competition and great fun for everybody involved. So if you see a little bit of a break after our next episode, that's why, because I just can't write a book in 30 days and also edit all these at the same time. It's too much work. But we will be back with one more episode after that in December, and then we will be taking a mid-season break, and we will be back in New Year. So that's it. You know, lots of talking from me today. And if you're really here at the end of the podcast, you know, I think we're friends. I really appreciate you listening. And yeah, just thank you. Have a, have a wonderful rest of your week.